Hello, I am Gerilyn St. Joseph, your host for Mystery, Mystics, and Metaphysics. And today we're going to discuss what the heck is going on, navigating the now. Lately, it seems like things have been very turbulent. And if you're watching this after the period of time in which it was recorded, that's okay. You need this information also. Because all of us have different timings and different um, periods of time where things become turbulent and there's a lot of change. With that being said, right now we're in the midst of a huge shift and it seems global because most of the readers, psychics, teachers, energy healers, anyone I know who's sensitive, anywhere around the world, we're all hearing the same things and feeling a lot of the same things. Depression is very prevalent right now. So is anxiety. We need to be very careful of our energetic. What is this shift about? Well, hopefully the shift is about us moving into a higher vibration and a higher resonance, which will take us further from the resonance of fear. But the reason why we feel anxiety during these period of times and it's like a battle to stay where we are. So our job is to be very aware of it and to say no to the fear, to actually look inside and see what is it that we need to deal with? Where is it that we're going? What are our core fears, our core stressors? You may think that's easy, it's money, survival, but it's not that easy. Things are very nuanced. So what's happening right now is that things are coming up from our past that we thought we dealt with. If you've ever had PTSD, you're probably having it again right now because those are the kind of things that are coming back to the surface. They're coming to the surface for us to clear them out, for us to face them finally once and for all and put them where they belong which is in storage, in our memories, processed, cleaned up, and put away. Especially issues with family, family members or family dynamics are coming up and hitting us square between the eyes. And it could be like random memories from the past or hearing a parent's voice in your head or a sibling or a cousin telling you something that was not very nice, but maybe something that that hurt you very badly or stuck with you for a long time, like a belief that you're not good enough or a belief that you know you can't do this, you're not smart, you're not X, Y, Z. We need to be aware that this is the energetic around us because that's the only way for us to rise above it. How do we rise above it? When this stuff comes up and it gets thrown into our face, look at it. Don't try to squash it back down because it's just going to pop up harder. We want to look at it. We want to look at the timing. We want to look at what is being said and felt in every aspect so far as like mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. How, where is the pain? Where is that scar or that injury that needs to be healed? So for instance, when we talk about family issues. You may have had an issue where 
you were abused by an older sibling or a cousin. And maybe no one else in the family knew what was going on because at the time you didn't say anything and maybe you feel guilty about that. So it comes up in a way that either you might have a nightmare or this person suddenly is talking to you again. It could be on Facebook memories. You see a picture that triggers a memory. Any of these things can trigger it. Rather than running away from it or avoiding it, look at it. And look at it with new eyes, with a higher perspective. So you were in this abusive relationship with this person. You didn't choose to be in the relationship, yes or no. Maybe you did choose to be in the relationship. Did you know at that time what was happening? Yes or no? Probably not. Maybe you kind of did. Admit it to yourself. Be honest. Yes. Yeah, I think I, I kind of knew that something was going on. It didn't feel quite right, but I wasn't sure I could put my finger on it. Okay. How old were you? Well, I was in my 20s. I was seven. I was 50. However old you were, then you need to look at why did you allow that situation or, or what was the foundation that created that situation? Were you thrust into that situation because you are the peacekeeper? Are you the middle child? Are you the one who's always um, helping both sides come, to, come together? Are you the kid who doesn't wanna make waves? Are you the one who just sits and listens and takes it all in? Are you the one who is making waves and likes change and it, it came back and smacked you on top of the head? Look at the different layers of the situation. Okay, I was in this abusive relationship. I was 45 years old, old enough to know better. But I was in a situation where it felt kind of secure and I wasn't really aware at the time of how much was happening until I looked back at it. Because when I was in the situation, I was trying to keep things level. I was, I was looking for that security. Okay, own that. Does that make you responsible for being abused? No. Does that mean that, um, that your whole life is a lie? No, it does not. Look at that and forgive yourself. So when we talk about responsibility and owning our stuff, we make choices every day that dictate which direction we go in and what's going to happen and what kind of thoughts we have in our head, how we're going to feel. As we make these choices, we may not be able to see further than our own nose, or we may be able to see, okay, if I bring this up now, if I recognize that this is hurting me right now, then the everything's going to be taken out from under me. I'll have no place to live. I'll have nobody to talk to. I, I'm going to be abandoned, whatever the fear is. And so you put up with it. And then the problem is that we then will blame ourselves for being in this situation instead of looking at it like, okay, so what can this teach me? Maybe that the first inkling I get from my gut that something is wrong, I need to speak up then. I need to have better boundaries. I need to be okay with walking away. I need to be okay with chaos. Because let's face it, especially in today's society, 
we've been dealing with a lot of chaos. And chaos is simply all the ingredients getting thrown up in the air. We don't know where they're going to land. We have to be ready for anything. We can either read that as exciting or terrifying. The emotion is the same in our body. It's our mind that makes the difference. Are we going to ruminate on this and think about it and think about it and think about it and give it more and more and more power? Or are we going to release it and say, okay, that's what happened. These are the steps I'm taking so it doesn't happen again. This is how I'm dealing with this person now. The other side of that also, especially when we're talking about families, is looking at what is behind the person. Why did they treat us that way? What was happening with them? And trying to see from the other person's point of view or trying to walk in their shoes a little bit and finding forgiveness for their frailties also. I know so many people like forgiveness. I can't forgive. What is forgiveness? Best definition of forgiveness that I've ever heard is that forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better past. It is simply acknowledging what was and what is and moving on from there. It's not pulling that energy forward with you. That's what we call baggage. There's no reason to do that. There's no need to do that. So put your bags down. It's time to release. It's time to get lighter and to fly higher. I know it's very difficult right now. Know that you are not alone. That is really key. You are not alone in this. And know that this time too shall pass. Whatever you're feeling, allow yourself to feel it. The caveat of that is don't feed it. So what is the difference between feeding an emotion and feeling an emotion? If you're sad because something tragic happened to you or someone passed away or any number of things, if you are sad, be sad. Allow yourself to feel that so that when as you move forward you've expressed that emotion and you've released it do you realize that anger only exists in a human body for eight seconds anything longer than that is us feeding it so are we going to feed it with, well, it should have been this and should have been that and should have, should have, should have, should have. And are you going to should all over yourself? Don't do that. It's messy. It doesn't smell good. And it's not necessary. Rather than delving into shoulds and what is, look at the now, what is happening. And get to the root. Why is it happening? Can I change it? Do I want to change it? How do I change it? Sounds so simple, but not necessarily easy. As we move forward past this period of time, hopefully we will have dealt with all these different things that are coming up for us and look at what is anchoring this in my system. What is making it stay with me? Nine out of 10, it will be something that you are not admitting to yourself. 
it will be, you know, yes, I was afraid. Yes, I did. I did get a sensation that that was not going to be a good idea. And I did it anyway. We are the worst liars to ourselves more than anyone else. Our dishonesty starts here. So as we grow and we become and we expand, we release the false self. We release the stories. We de-story the things that hold us back. We don't have to keep repeating that. We don't need to keep saying it. We need to acknowledge it and look at it, dig underneath it, see what we can get out of it. See if there's forgiveness there for the other people who are involved, if there were other people involved. And see if you can see things through other people's point of view. That's very important. Oftentimes, when we talk about abuse, there's a history. It goes down the line. A lot of times it's familial. You know, there will be certain lines that run through where the same thing keeps happening and happening and happening. And if you do not want to carry it forward and you want to heal your generation and possibly the generations after you, you need to address the problem and be very honest about it. So what can we do today? What we can do today is recognize the way we're feeling, allow our physical bodies to feel it and the sensation and see what's behind it. Look at it. Take ownership of what is ours, leave the rest and forgive ourselves and the other people. Once we've done this, we can move on. It's usually easiest to do with a, a partner, a friend, a therapist, a coach to help you move past these things. My name is Geraldine St. Joseph. I'm an intuitive relationship coach. And if you would like to work with me, I have several options available on my website, relationship coach, G-S-J, for GeraldineStJoseph.com for fee or for free. Let me know if you would like to work with me. I would love to talk to you. Thank you very much. And now we get on to the Q&A part of our night. And that is not recorded. So if you want to be a part of these discussions, go to Meetup and look up Mystery, Mystics, and Metaphysics, or look me up by name, Gerilyn St. Joseph and coffee and conversations also. Mahalo.